This is Daylight Magazine coming to you from Adventist World Radio Ghana, the voice of hope. Ghana, voice of hope. Today's Daylight Magazine has segments designed with you in mind. Stay tuned and be blessed. Call your soul away If you're fighting, striving for the right You shall wear a robe and crown Watching, therefore, you know not the day And the Lord shall call your soul away If you're fighting Massive confusion shall stem your solution. In the midst of condemnation comes Christ's commendation. It all looks problematic, but so shall your change be dramatic. It looks too traumatic, but your favorite time will be automatic. It looks enduringly pandemic, but now comes your pan medic. 
too many postponements, but here comes the divine appointment. It looks so turbulent a situation, but here stands the one omnipotent. It is true that many people are instigating ill, but all of them he's negating. Reflections by Emmanuel Queen. Examine yourself. Examine yourself. Note down this quotation and read afterwards. That is Psalm 139. Read from chapter 1 to the last verse. The verse 1 to 24. Examine yourself. Sometimes our sins can block answers to prayer. Let the prayer of the psalmist be one of yours. Search me, O God, and know my thoughts. See if there be some wicked way in me. Cleanse me from every sin and set me free. Remember, God is all-seeing, all-knowing, all-powerful, and everywhere present. God knows us. God is with us. And His greatest gift is to allow us to know Him. He is ready to search you. Examine yourself. And if you cannot find anything, ask God to search yourself. And then, ask Him for forgiveness so that your prayers will be answered. God bless you. I am Belle Dollarbill. daily devotional series. I am Sandra Ahia, and with me here is our own Pastor William Opondangwa. Please are welcome. Thank you. Today's lesson is captioned, The Flood, and our memory verses from Genesis chapter 28 verse 15. Behold, I am with you and will keep you wherever you go, and will bring you back to this land, for I will not leave you until I have done what I have spoken to you. Amen. Today says, The Flood. The Flood. Please take us through the lesson. As you rightly said, we are looking at global rebellion and the patriots. We are asking questions, what happened after the fall? So we looked at, we are looking at how the great controversy continued. That's what we are looking at. And we should also be mindful that this whole quarter, we are looking at rebellion 
and redemption. That's what we are looking at for the whole quarter. And today we are looking at the flood, the story of the flood. If we are to look at the Genesis chapter 6, you could see that the, the great controversy between good and evil continued. And it was stronger because every intent of the thought of men at that time was evil continually. Then man rebelled against God. So you could see it was only evil. But still you could see the love of God. Still God not giving up. Calling a servant Noah to preach to, the, to that generation. And try to let them come back to their senses. But they still rebelled against God. So we could see the struggle still ongoing. And yeah, it was a case like the universally man was rebelling against God. But still God had a faithful and God still never left man to go on his own way. And looking at the story of the flood, it seems to be like a, a, a partial reversal of the special art of creation. As we talked of in creation, God separated light from darkness. God separated the waters above from the waters beneath. He separated the waters beneath there, gathering the waters together to get a sea and also bringing about a dry land. But here in the course of this flood, you could see all these things coming back together. So it's like a reverser. You see the waters above and the waters beneath joining, teaming up or coming together. And the waters, uh, the dry land also being filled with water all joining together and you see the birds flying in the end of fishes all coming together so assumed that everything had reversed looking at how god created this world separated things so that life can move on smoothly the flood gave this idea of something of a reversal so you could see that the world was going back to being uh, formless and empty as was in genesis chapter uh, 1 verse 2 so that was what was going on but still you could see the aspect of god still working out a special creation also here despite things god first separated coming together still god still separated things looking at first he separated noah a faithful man from the evil generation that's one separation he made noah build an ark and there with the ark he separated other uh, living things other creatures from the rest so god had a few who would be faithful to him so yeah despite this wickedness seeing reversal of the let's say creation you could see also the special art of god by which he was still separating certain things from others that tells you about who our god is he does not just give up on us so he then separates out a small group of people birds and animals and put them in the safety of the, of a boat so that they could survive what was coming that disaster so god did not completely destroy things he was still faithful to his people despite the aspect of them universally rebelling against him or globally rebelling against him he was still faithful that's our god he's a faithful god and we see the aspect of this great controversy and even after the flood god saving noah and his family yeah again noah was faithful to god for 120 years preaching and being faithful and this person was even uh, called to be part of he was named among the heroes of faith in hebrews chapter 11 verse 7 after the flood he got drunk 
and this shameful act happened. Despite an hero, still we see the aspect of great controversy telling us that we can't be faithful for, uh, to God. But if we tend to rely on, on ourselves, Satan will come in. He does not give up. That's the great controversy. He's still there to win their hearts. And God is still striving to win our hearts. So even with Noah being faithful, Satan still managed to come in. But still God managed to save uh, his son. That's how our God is. He's a loving God. Our Redeemer, our Creator, our Redeemer is ever ready to forgive us our sins. And looking at how this flood uh, sports things that the word used was that the flood blotted out all of life and jesus christ came in or he has come uh, he came in and the same word is used that he being the redeemer he has blotted out all our sins if we yield to him so the fact is either jesus blots out our sins or one day our life will be blotted away ours is to accept the mercy god gives to us and he himself will bless us but then i want to ask this question as well um why did the people decide not to listen to noah even though we could see that there were drops of rain and even with this they were like this is something normal until the heavy one came why didn't they listen to him when they saw that thing look noah that the bible does not did not tell us the exact year that's talking of 120 years but the spirit of prophecy tells us it's 220 years of constant preaching Looking at a word, they've not experienced an, an heavy rain before. And you come in to tell them that God is coming to destroy this world. You are preaching. At the first instant, if you read the Spirit of Prophecy, some did accept, accept the message. But they were still not seeing anything and, and others were laughing at them. Looking at the time span, he is preaching that God is coming to destroy this world with flood. One year, two years, three years, five years, ten years, twenty years. And things are still the same. So Sandra, naturally with human instincts and if we allow flesh, that's Satan leading us, you will tend not to believe such a thing. Our pastor has already taken us through the lesson. We have really learned a lot from it. And he also said that with what Noah did when he became drunk, someone might ask that, Noah, who found favor in the eyes of the Lord, how can this happen? It is true. It is happening in this world. People who we really think are for Christ, something small and the devil tries to take them astray we only need to be firm in jesus christ we shouldn't think that because we are christians or because we have faith in god nothing can come to us let's take noah as an example and see how we move in our lives today may god bless us now and forevermore amen amen i believe our pastor has something to tell us and then as we have heard of the flood may god continue to indeed bless us may god stand out allow him to to lead you and take away your sins, and it shall be well with you. Stay Any inquiries or contribution, you can contact us on plus two three three two four four six seven three five two eight or plus two three three two four four two three five zero one seven or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana. 
P.O. Box AF595, Adenta Greater Accra Region, Ghana. We will expect your feedback. of truth with me joshua Guado. this day i just want to share with you a very simple subject jesus our savior jesus our savior let's pray jesus christ the king of kings and the lord of lords we beseech you this day that your presence will be felt here let us understand your word and speak to us and at the end let us have an experience of worship with you bless us and bless us in Jesus' name you have prayed. Amen. Dear listener, I'm happy to be with you once again to share with you Jesus, our Savior. In the Old Testament, so many prophecies have been made concerning Jesus Christ. How he was to be born was prophesied in the Old Testament. And all these prophecies were fulfilled in the New Testament. Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God, and we see Him as being born to a Virgin Mary and Joseph. Jesus Christ became a human, just as you and I. In His life, He didn't find it easy. He went through so many challenges. He went through so many trials because He wasn't born into a rich home. His parents were poor. His father was a poor carpenter. And he also became a carpenter. And as he lived 
as he began his ministry, he preached the kingdom of God. He preached about the everlasting kingdom, which will be established after all the earthly kingdoms have been established. And he established the fact that all these kingdoms were worldly and that they will not remain forever and that his kingdom will remain forever and ever. In John chapter 18, verse 22, John narrates the story of the death of Jesus with his disciples. Just as he was preparing for the death, Jesus was with his disciples. Now, there is an irony here in the story of the death of Jesus. We see this imagery throughout his life. Jesus was a poor human being, just as you and I. And in John chapter 18, verse 22, John narrates the story of Jesus. That as Jesus was with his disciples in a groove, according to John chapter 18, Judas came there because Jesus used to gather there with his disciples. And so Judas knew where they, they gathered. And so Judas went there with the accompaniment of the, the, the Roman soldiers. Now, when they got there, Jesus asked them, Whom are you looking for? And they replied, We are looking for Jesus of Nazareth. And Jesus said, Here am I. And the Bible said that the people went back and fell down on their faith. Now Jesus asked them again, Who are you looking for? And they replied, We are looking for Jesus of Nazareth. And he again said, It is I. And immediately the Bible says that in verse 10, Simon Peter drew his sword and struck one of the priests, one of the people who came to arrest Jesus. And the Bible says that his name was Malchus. Now Jesus advised Peter that he should put back his knife. Now Jesus was arrested and he was taken to the high priest Caiaphas. Jesus was probed by this high priest. And one interesting thing is that as he was asked about his ministry and his disciples, in verse 22, Jesus told the priest that all that he taught, all that he said was in the public. He taught in the synagogue and the temples, and he didn't hide anything. Now, when Jesus said that, one of the people, one of the soldiers struck him in the face. It was a very sad event. And Jesus answered and said, What wrong did I do? What did I do? What did I say wrong? Even if I said something wrong, is that how to behave towards me? Must you strike me? Jesus was then taken from Caiaphas to Pilate. And he was questioned there. Now Jesus was taken to be beaten. And they wove a crown of thorns and was placed on his head. And they brought Jesus ready to be crucified. Jesus went through all this. And the songwriter says that through his stripes we are healed. And through my hate, his love is revealed. Through my sin shines his light. And through his death, he gives me life. Hallelujah. We see this irony in the life of Jesus Christ. Jesus bore our sorrows. Jesus bore our, our problems. Our sins were upon him. 
all that we were supposed to go through, Jesus went through all on our behalf. And now, Jesus is calling out to you that, my dear, Jesus has bought salvation free of charge. And he's giving us this salvation. That when we accept the call of salvation, when we accept him, he will also accept us into his heavenly kingdom. Jesus went through so many trials. The one who created the heavens and the earth, when he was on the cross, he was thirsty, but he didn't get water to drink. This shows how wretched he was on the cross. The savior of the earth, the savior of mankind, the creator of heaven and earth, he didn't even have a tomb to be buried. And all this he went through, but he prayed for them that God forgive them for they did not know what they were doing. Jesus went through all this for your sake and for my sake. And now he has stretched his arm. He says, come unto me, all who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He says, take my yoke upon you, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Jesus says, come, and you will find rest. My prayer for you is that you will receive the free gifts of salvation that Jesus has bought with his life. And I pray that when he comes, he will find us worthy to be with him in his throne. Let's pray. Dear Lord, we thank you for your word. And we pray that your word will have its roots in our lives. And we will live according to your word day and night. May your name be praised. Amen. Thank you very much for staying with us. Once again, you can reach us on plus 233-244-673528 or plus 233-244-235017 or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana PO Box AF595. Adenta Greater Accra Region, Ghana. We will expect your feedback. I believe today's magazine has been a blessing. May the good Lord's hand be in your life. Amen. Remember to tune in same time tomorrow. Bye for now. <laughs>